Bob! Come on, Bob! Come on, Bob! I think you'll do it if your mum asks. Yeah, okay. Mum, ask Bob to sing, will you? Bob, would you and Living Praise Choir lead us in To God Be the Glory?
I would try him for the sake of the dead. Covered dead for college heads. It's a crime. I get upset. He murdered Blues for Alhard China. Riding to friend of the devil. I need the old you. I got hard for life. In trip. You killer, and he worked for me. She took my arms across the table, said, The act must end. She said, Do you feel like, do you feel like you could do it again? Oh, you get the notion you could kill again. You could kill again. I get the feeling I could kill again. You get the notion you could kill again. And welcome to Trust the Wizards podcast, episode 101. My name is Chorizo Garbanzo. Joining me over there is Mr. Kicker of Elves. Good evening. And yes, we're into our second century. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're well on the way. Well on the way to number 200. Uh, <laughs> a couple of great songs to kick us off there. Um, that the, what, the song you just heard uh, was from the new Pillfangs album, uh, which isn't even out yet. comes out in September. Um Get it from Pillfang's Bandcamp. Uh, it's their third album, but they've called it PF5 um, after PF1 and PF2. PF5 sort of in honour of the fact that there's five of them in the band and uh, one of them, uh, their, ba- their bass player Simon, unfortunately died a while ago. So uh, that's very sad to hear. But it's a great album. Eight tracks off it. That was number seven. It's called Mushrooms in Maastricht, Volume 1. And before yeah, that... Thanks. That was excellent. I really enjoyed that. It was, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? They're, they're always weird. I've no idea what that song was about, but I just love it. And the guitar playing, as always with their stuff, is is 
the band is it just sounds great. The intriguing well, lyrics, intriguingly sung, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, really good. Um, and calling your third album five is is very good. And yeah. uh, Circus Devils, a band I know you're very familiar with. Uh-huh. Um, interestingly, their I think their third album was called Five. Right. Well, possibly, possibly, I don't know, I tell a lie, it was their fourth album was called Five. Right. Uh, but that was because it was released in 2005, so perhaps not that interesting. Well, the um, Travelling Wilburys, you know the Travelling Wilburys? Bob Dylan and all. Yeah, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty and Roy Orbison and co. Uh, yeah. um, they had um, they had two albums out, uh, Travelling Wilburys Volume 1 and Travelling Wilburys Volume 3. Oh, uh, there, there was never a volume two, but they just called they just they just called it volume three because they wanted to confuse people and make people think that somewhere out there there was a kind of lost bootleg volume two, mm. but there never Utter was. Utter bastards! Utter bastards! Mm. Yeah, have I gone in too early with the swear word again? Uh, anyway, um, before before uh, we had uh, your pill fangs, we had guided by voices, of course, from uh, the album Vampire on Titus, uh, which originally came out in 1993 let me just show you a, a copy of it i've just reached to my shelf here you could perhaps uh, describe what i'm doing here he's reaching um, over i can see yeah. right down the yeah. arm of his yeah. t-shirt yeah there you go there's the hairy of it voice yeah. is a yellow album or yellow yeah. background with a picture of a tree yeah and oh, oh hang on a minute there's like yeah. goats yeah. it's yeah. goats coming out of some kind of tulips exactly so there's yeah. that and then there's well, there's that. Well, that's then, the same, isn't it? That's the same. And then, and then there's then there's that. That's also uh, the same. You just showed me the same copy of the same album now. And then there's that. Okay, that's four. And then, and then there's that. Five, yeah. Five copies of the same album. And then there's that. Have you been shoplifting again? <laughs> <laughs> and there's one more which I can't reach. But basically, why have you got six copies of that album? <laughs> Oh, hang on, can I guess? Seven. Seven, seven. actually. Are yeah. they all on different colour vinyl? Uh, yes, and uh, they're on different colour vinyl, and they've been, there's different releases. So some were released in 93, then there was a, a repress in 94, a repress in 96, uh, and a repress this year uh-huh. uh, in in two two colours. So there's a, there's a uh, sort of a clear one, which is with yellow speckles in it, um, and gold vinyl, right? So uh, gold. just to check, so all of those seven copies of those LPs, essentially the same tracks. No, no, not essentially. No, but they are basically. The, no, not basically. They, they are. They are the same tracks. Yeah. Okay. No need for an adverb there. Uh, so the same tracks seven times. Yeah. yeah. But I've also got a, a, at least at least two CD versions of that, and very excitingly, in the post. Well, you can give me one. Don't be so ridiculous. And <laughs> in in the post, I've got a, a copy coming on tape. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So it's a good album. It is. <laughs> so that will be ten copies you you own of that album. It will be ten copies, which is not the most. I've got more copies of B thousand than that. How many and copies of B thousand do you have? There we are. Uh, on on different formats, I think we're looking at fifteen or sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's going some. I I, yeah. I only I've only got a few. There's a few albums where I've got like three different versions. But you're playing at uh, it, aren't you? Because, but uh, each time it's because, but I've got them for the extra songs. I think yeah. I've probably got three different versions of the of the Wedding Present Sea Monsters, and I used to have it on tape as well, so that but I don't have that anymore. But that's just because they've re-released it with different songs or an extra DVD and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, 
You see, what I'm looking forward to is having, having enough space to have my 10 turntables set up. Wow. Yeah. And then play them all at the all same time. All 10 at the same time. That yeah. would be a nightmare to get them all started at the same time, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. Is there a name for that? Like, you know, stereophonic and quadraphonic? I wonder if deca decaphonic. De decaphonic. Uh, we're going to play a song now from uh, a band who hail from Port Macquarie, I'm assuming that's how you say it, uh, in uh, New South Wales, just north of Sydney. Uh, the band is Royal Chant, and I believe we've played them before, um, 44 podcasts ago. That's right, in 2016, podcast number 57. I, I believe it's Port Macquarie. Oh, is it? My other mate, if he's listening... Uh, my other, my other, no, not my other mate. I've got more than one mate. I've got two friends who support Leeds. Ah, as you and my mate Angus Steakhouse, who lives in uh, Port Macquarie in in Australia. So he lives the same town. They're fantastic. Anyway, so so they probably know each other. Is he in the band? Well, we'll find out. Anyway, uh, this is the band Royal Chant, and they've got a new album out this year, which is called Blank Verse. Uh, and it's only available on Bandcamp, which is uh, their Royal Chant. .bandcamp.com and I would highly recommend it. It's uh, one of those uh, pay for, pay what you want, so but pay something. Yeah, is what I'd say, which is what I did, um, and it's brilliant. I, I really like it. It's it's one of my favourite albums of the year. Um, although I was a little bit shocked uh, when I played it for the first time because I did it on a little iPod thing, and there's there's nine songs and they're all about two or three minutes long, um, and they're all great. So I thought this is fantastic, and then we got the last song. And I thought well, this, this sounds a bit familiar. Ah. Oh, so they've lost their, they've lost it. There's no new ideas. Anyway, it turns out that the tenth track on the album is the whole album again. <laughs> um, so, so that fooled me. Yeah. Uh, but don't let it fool you, listener. Don't let it fool you. So anyway, I'm going to choose one of the, the many songs in there that I really like. And this is the, actually the ninth song, so the, the final al final album song. And it's called "Everyone Is Faking It." Can't you tell? <laughs>
Well, that was fantastic. It's slightly reminiscent of uh, Then He Kissed Me, you know, the old girl yes. group stuff. Yes. The intro and the outro was a bit sort of girl group. Uh, and uh, if, if there was one thing that I didn't like, the only thing I didn't like about the Guided by Voices song at the beginning of the show was uh, it couldn't hear the vocals very well. So mm. those guys are showing Bobby how to do it. Speak so up, Bob. Nice Speak loud up. guitars and also uh, vocals that you can hear. Well, I'm yeah. sure they'll be delighted to think that they're better than Guided by Voices. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's time for you to choose a CD, cool. I think. Right. So uh, I've got box number fifteen, as you yep. requested. Uh, have, it's, yeah. a, it's a good one. Is it? It's is it compilations one. again? Because I'm getting sick of compilations. Um, no comment at this point. Right. Um, but no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I think I think you've now had all the boxes of compilations. You've had about three, haven't you? Yeah, I had quite a few. Yeah. 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 Right then. So as usual, there's about eighty CDs in each row, top, middle, or bottom. Okay, uh, let's go bottom row, and I'd like the 16th disc. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Look at that counting going on there, very good. 16 years, of course, 16 years since Leeds were in the Premier League. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned that before, um, but we're back, back at the top table, uh, where we should be. Okay. You're still, you're still counting. It's very I am still counting. counting. We have a CD single. Oh! We have a CD single. There are... Um, My favourite format. There are four songs on it. Um, yeah. But it being a CD single, the third and the fourth songs are instrumental versions. Ah, okay. Well, um, as I'm a realistic sort of fella, um, and I've just said I chose uh, 20 there, sorry, 16 there because it's... Um, 16 years since Leeds were in the top flight. I'm going to go for the track number two because I think that is where we will finish. Two places above the bottom three. Oh, I thought you meant you two points. <laughs> you might get two points. Uh, right, well, here we have uh, a CD single by uh, Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy. Oh, good. Uh, I like them. And it's the, the single Language of Violence. Did you say track two? I did. So it's a good choice, really, because uh, track one is uh, just an edited version of the of the song and track two is the album version the full uh, version yeah. of language of violence Completely disposable. 
sick or someone else it might make us feel rougher abused by the fathers but that was at homo so to prove to each other that they were not homos the exclamation of the phobic fury execution of judge and jury the mob mentality individuality was nowhere dignity forgotten at the bottom of a dumb old dick and a numb coast there on the way homo was back to name calling ten against one they had us back up against the wall and they reveled in their laughter as they surrounded him but it wasn't a game when they up jumped and grounded and they picked up the bats with the muscles straining and they decided they were gonna beat this fellow's brain and with an awful powerful shower an hour full of violence and quickly stick to brutality and dominance they didn't hear him screaming they didn't hear him bleeding they ran like cowards and left the boy bleeding in a pool of red to all tears were shedding his eyes while he slid into the back of his head dead the death of the silence in this language of violence death of the silence but death of the silence in the cycle of violence death of the silence you won't see the face till the eyelids drop You won't hear the screaming until it stops You won't see the face till the eyelids drop You won't hear the screaming until it stops The boy's parents were gone and his grandmother had raised him She was mad she had no form of retaliation The pack didn't have to worry about being on a hit list But the thing he never thought about was that the Wrong time. Tried out on that, one of them was gonna do a hard time. The first day of prison was always the hardest. The first day of prison, the hallways, the darkest, like a gauntlet. The voices haunted, faggot, sissy, punk, queen, queer. Words he used before had a new meaning in here As a group of men in front of him laughing came near For the first time in his life a young bully felt fear He'd never been on the side of the name calling Five against one, they had his back up against the wall And he had never questioned his own sexuality But this group of men didn't hesitate their reality With an awful, powerful shower An hour full of violence of victors took his brutality and dominance They didn't hear him screaming, they didn't hear him pleading They took what they wanted and then just left them bleeding in the corner The giant would do it to Jack Horner the victim makes things simpler it's like breathing with a respirator it eases the conscience of even the most conscious and calculating violator the power of words don't take it for granted when you hear a man ranting don't just read the lips be more sublime than this put everything in context is this a tale of rough justice in a land where there's no justice at all who is really the victim or are we all the cause and victim of it all Till the eyelids drop, you won't hear the screaming until it stops. You won't see the face till the eyelids drop. You won't hear the screaming until it stops.
That was Language of Violence by the Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy from the CD single of the same name uh, from 1992, I think. Uh, I whilst, whilst it was playing, I was looking at the CD single and have a look at this. It's got, um, inside the CD single, is a, a basically a comic book. I'll take, I'll put pictures of this up on the blog. It's a comic book mm. telling the story of the song. Oh, right, the whole right. song. Uh, written by some, the comic art's done by someone called Martin Janssen, as far as I can tell. Uh, so I'll put some pictures of that up. Um, a powerful tale. It is, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I was a big fan of those. Um, I saw their first ever... European gig, the disposable heroes of hip hop, see at the Camden Underworld, uh, and I've just realised I must have seen them again because in this CD single, which is called Live Television, it's got four live tracks on it of my ticket mm, from uh, Town and Country Club, Tuesday, seventeenth of November, nineteen ninety-two. I think this was the I, I I could be wrong, but I think this was the gig where a band called Marksman supported them. And they had a single out at the time called Ship Ahoy, which had a Sinead O'Connor singing on it. And she kind of wandered onto stage at one point and um, just hid at the back and sung her a little bit. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was that night. Uh, yeah, anyway, I thought, seeing as it's um, our 101 podcast, mm. in an Orwellian, uh, seeing as we're living in an Orwellian nightmare uh, <laughs> at the moment... <laughs> I thought we'd uh, we'd do our little bit to contribute to that. We've, so, uh, what what I thought we'd do is um, we we have both professed at various times on our on on the on the existing podcast, previous podcast, uh, certain bands that one of us likes and the other one doesn't. Yes. So I true. thought that it would be time to face our fears. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to. Terrifying, and and actually on, on many levels, but not least because I thought it sounded a bit like the Sparks, who you hate. That's true. Yes, that's true. Um, uh, the, yeah, it's much better than the Sparks. That was just <laughs> that was just a little something I knocked up while I was uh, waiting for you before we started this call. Um, anyway, you think that was terrifying? Wait till you hear what I've got in store for you next. Um, now you have uh, admitted on this podcast you don't really care for. The music of the Manic Street Preachers. I do not. Yes. So what I've got for you uh, is, a, is a Manic Street Preacher song. Oh, by the way, they've got a new album. Well, they haven't got a new album out, but look at this. this Even in Exile. James Dean Bradfield's solo album came about out last Shara, week. About right? Uh, about, uh, yeah, about Victor Hara. It's, it's, it may as well be a Manic Street Preachers album. It sounds like exactly like the Manic shit. Street Preachers album. It's really good. Um, anyway... Uh, the album Know Your Enemy, which came out in, I think, either 2000 or 2001, probably my least favourite of all the Manic Street Preachers Ooh. albums. Uh, optimistic? Optimistic? There, there are, but having said that, there are four or five songs I absolutely love, and but there's about there's about another four or five that I would happily skip. Uh, but uh, don't say anything until the song is over. See, at the end of the song, I'd like you to tell me what it is about this song that you think, what, why is it that I've chosen this one 
to play to you in the hope that you would might might like it. So anyway, okay. this is Manic Street Preachers with the Year of Purification. Mm. What do you think? Well, um, I'm I'm really really upset, um, and I'm mostly upset because you've cheated terribly. 
um, uh-huh. in that you've you've chosen a song there that sounds nothing like the band, <laughs> and in fact it's, it sounds completely like a band that I do like, and not only a band I do like, but an era of a band I particularly like, because uh-huh. that's ba- that's basically REM circa Murmur. Um, and I thought it was is a bit like shaking through. That was a song that came to mind. Yeah, um, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, you bastard, you yeah. utter bastard. Well, you've you've seen through me. That's exactly the reason why I chose that song because it does sound a hell of a lot like REM. Uh, but I mean, obviously, James Dean Bradfield doesn't sound anything like Michael Stipe. No, those, but, which is why it's not quite as good. Yes. But, but the guitars are very similar, aren't they? Yeah, well, good. Well, so so I, I know that you secretly you have admitted mm. to me in the past you don't absolutely hate every single Manic Street Preachers song no. you've heard. So out of the various Manic Street Preachers songs you've heard, would you yeah. say that is your favourite now? Or I would say it is. Oh, excellent! You have uh, it I like first. I like the one about a motorbike, whatever that was called. Motorcycle emptiness. Yeah, <laughs> one. that one doesn't sound anything like REM. No, yeah. it doesn't. But I quite like that. Yeah, that was that was all right. Yeah. Um. And yeah, no. I, I, yeah, you've you got me there, frankly. Okay. Um. But I'm I'm optimistic that I can get you because okay. it's my turn now, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, many times that I I've tried to I've tried to broaden your your musical palette, <laughs> um. And you're you're very resistant and 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 dismissive of anything interesting that I bring to the podcast um particularly if it if it well I was going to say prog but I'm not even going there no I, I'm, talk, I'm talking hard rock anything hard rock you you get uh, no utter rubbish heavy metal no thank you uh-huh. um so I've I've found a band who you almost certainly despise which is the band Cheap Trick ah I don't think I've ever heard Cheap Trick Ah, well, this is good news. <laughs> right. But yes, you're quite right. I do. I already dislike them. Yeah. Well, you would. I, mean, I dislike them look... for, for what I think I know about them. <laughs> yeah. It's a man with, with, who plays a guitar with three necks. Do you need to know more? Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that, but I thought right. they. Were, I thought they were kind of not a bit soft rock, yeah. FM radio rock kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's the sort of which thing. Which I, I dislike that even more than heavy rock. Excellent. Well, that's 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 where we're coming from, right? But I think I've found a song that you will you will like. So this is this is Cheap Trick and Downed.
So then, what do you make of that? Uh, I didn't know that Paul Weller's Changing Man was a cover. He's nicked it. He's, he's nicked. He's kind of almost nicked the, nicked the opening riff, isn't he? Almost. Mm. Uh, but as as he said when someone uh, accused him, rightly, they accused him of uh, stealing Beatles chords for start, uh, he responded with, it's only someone's fucking chords, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. Um, I thought that was all right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was all right. Yeah. And I shall tell you for why. I'll tell you, I was expecting something that sounded like overproduced FM rock. Yes. Because that's what I thought Cheap Trick were. And maybe yes. some of their other stuff, songs are. Uh, mm. But uh, the problem with overproduced FM rock is if rock's supposed to be about drums and electric guitars, mm. and, and, and too often the drums are too gated and processed and you can't really hear them, they don't sound like live drums. The drums on yeah. that were, were great. Yeah, That's why well. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, of course, and and that's I, I thought you might. Yeah, uh, and I have to confess that I cheated too, uh-huh. uh, because um, that's a song that is originally on the band's second album, which is In Color, mm-hmm. uh, which has been described as the best power pop album of all time by some people. Um, but basically, it's quite saccharine, as you say. It's quite quite yeah. produced. Um, this this version of that song. Uh, was recorded 20 years later uh, by Steve Albini, ah. who who was a, a fan of the band. Um, and he basically he got the band to go back into the studio to record, re-record all the songs from In Colour. Yeah. Um, and then that album has never been released. So that you, what you've heard there is a song from the unreleased Steve Albini sessions, right. which is why the drums sound so good, yeah, why the yeah. guitar sounds so good, and it doesn't sound like FM radio pop. Yeah. Uh, so I'm afraid I cheated. Also, it's a song that uh, Guided by Voices have covered uh-huh. um, right. and, uh, and re- released as a cover. Uh, does the original have that bit of wah-wah guitar that comes in near the end? Because I like that a lot as well. Uh, well, it certainly has a guitar solo towards the end. I wouldn't, or can't remember off the top of my head whether right. it sounds exactly the same. Um, I mean, the, but it, know, yeah, it, it, I like that version much more than the original one. I have to yeah, say. I, from what you've said, I think I, w- I wouldn't like the original as much. But uh, yeah, I liked it because of the sound of it. It's, and often there's, you know, we already mentioned uh, the wedding present uh, as we usually do on this podcast. But you know, they've gone back and re-recorded some of their early albums. Uh, and just done them live in the studio. George Best was recently. George done, Best, they did George Best thirty, mm-hmm. and they've done Tommy thirty. And I, very controversial amongst their fan base, most of whom think it was a terrible idea to go back and do it. But I actually prefer the re-recorded versions. They, they, they really? sound better. I've never particularly yeah. liked the production on George Best. It sounds a bit tinny, and uh, uh, oh, you know, it's a classic, though, isn't it? It's is classic. It is a classic, but you know, if you can go, it's but it's like what's that Iggy Pop album or the the Stooges one? Which one, search, the one with Search and Destroy on it. Is it Raw Power? Yeah, Raw Power. I mean, it's, 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 it's a classic album, yeah, but it sounds shit. Mm. It, it sounds shit. It's all muddy and, and, and tinny. Sounds See, like I, quite tinny. Like, I quite like that. that yeah, but if it, if, it was, if it sounded proper and you could hear all the proper instruments. <laughs> what do you mean by proper? Sounded proper. Sounded proper. Well, see, the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm showing up. There must be a spectrum, you know, because I've already stated on here, I don't like stuff that's too produced but mm. also I don't like stuff that's too lo-fi I was complaining about the vocals on the Guided by Voices so I want just the, the right gold... amount of produced you're very much the Goldilocks of the podcast yes well Steve Albini 
he's he's getting it just right. He is getting you know, it just right. I've never, heard, I've never heard a record he produced that I didn't like. Oh, well, that's interesting. I mean, I'm sure he has done, because a lot of the stuff he does is a bit too heavy for me. But, you know, when he's worked with bands who I like, on the whole, it's usually... Um, and they, they did an album with the Manics as well, and it's, it sounds great. And and with uh, and Wedding Spare Present Snare, and with Nirvana and with Pixies and Spare Snare and with yeah and I love that Spare Snare um, uh, PJ Harvey um, etc. Now yeah. before we before we move on, I, I do need to uh, tip the hat here. We've had some correspondence. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and we've had correspondence from Glenn from Tucson. Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. That's right. That's yeah. how it's spelt. So yeah. it must be Tucson, right? Tucson, yeah. Uh, uh, and he he's written in saying, uh, and I'll, I'll I mean quite a lengthy uh, letter he wrote, uh, mm-hmm. and it was handwritten as well. I can tell. Uh, he says things like so much good music, talking about the podcast, yeah. uh, and the dialogue between you and your counterpart is hilarious. Okay, excellent. Yeah, is he drunk? Uh, well, I mean, he's got, obviously got absolutely no taste whatsoever. Um, but he, I, I pointed out that I was going to play Cheap Trick. And uh, oh, yeah. he, I didn't say what I was going to play, but he said he said Downed is his favourite. So there you go. Uh, he also mentions the track He's a Whore, which I think we have played before on the podcast. Have we? Uh, no. I think we have. I think I brought Cheap Trick to the podcast before. Well, I said um, I'd never heard it, so I must have just not tuned out when you played it. I think, I think you hated it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, he, he appreciated me sticking to the rule in our hundredth podcast. Um, uh, I'm, I'm slipping because flipping through the bits that he mentions you. Uh, yeah. Not interested in that. <laughs> um, um, and uh, yes, here he says, "Here's the problem with your show." He says, "The problem? Oh, yeah, all <laughs> this music is awesome, and ninety percent is new to me." Mm-hmm. And here now, this is this is this is the sort of feedback we like to get. He says he puts he puts it all on mixes that he makes for the car, so his car listens to all our stuff, even if no one else does. Excellent. Well, yeah, so thanks, know, thanks very much. That's, to that's the idea. That's the idea. We're supposed to be bringing music to people's ears, aren't we? Just go out, go out there and buy it in Mister yeah. Tucson. What's his name? Yeah. Glenn. Glenn in Glenn. Tucson. Glenn get out there Tucson. and buy it. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Fluster Wizard podcast. Kick out the gams, So, uh, from Manchester's uh, Alphaville Records, uh, you can find them on alphavillerecordsmcr.bandcamp.com. They put out an awful lot of good stuff uh, over the last year or so. Uh, they've got a band on their label called the Vat Egg Imposition, or maybe of the course they have VAT Egg Imposition. I don't know the Vat Egg Imposition, who are apparently are um, Steve Grindrod on bass, Neil Gumbly on guitar, Jed McGurn on drums and backing vocals, and Ariel Grimes on keys and backing vocals. Uh, and the singer is apparently an egg. Uh, and on this song, he is singing... Uh, you don't get to hear, in, this, in the tale of Robin Hood, you don't get to hear very often from the, the so-called bad guy to get him giving his point of view. But here he is uh, in a song called The Sheriff of Nottingham. Sheriff of Nottingham, we call it Shottingham. 
because of all the arrows that my guards have gotten now. Shot by Robin Hood, yeah, he lives in the wood, yeah. I would gladly cut him into quarters if I could, yeah, but catching Robin Hood is so hard. I usually just end up with more arrows in my guards. I'd like to see him feathered and tired. But more often than not, I come home permanently scarred. Whoa, my interest on being loved and feared. Being loved and feared and stroking my beard. Whoa, my future goals are stealing from the good and killing Robin Hood. Killing Robin Hood. Killing Robin Hood. Killing Robin Hood. Made Marion's my ex and I still send her checks and now she's up with Robin Hood having lots of sex and the person think he's great and that makes me irate and to make myself feel better sometimes I decapitate them my pastimes I'm mocking the sincere mocking the sincere and drinking evil beer whoa my future goals are stealing from the good and killing Robin Hood Robin Hood Killing Robin Hood Killing Robin Hood Yeah, killing Robin Hood Sheriff of Nottingham there uh, from the Vat Egg Imposition. Uh, obviously, we don't know what I'm going to pick from Kicker's Lucky Dip later on this evening. I haven't heard Kicker's other song, but I'm pretty sure I'll wager that's the silliest song you're going to hear <laughs> on this podcast this evening. That was yeah. brilliant. I, I thought that was superb. And uh, although I do, it does leave me with a question, if, if it lives, to be fair, it leaves me with lots of yes. questions. But yeah. uh, it, one particular question, which is how would you anticipate? An egg killing Robin Hood. Well, no, it, the, the singer in the band is an egg. Yeah. But he's singing in the persona of the Sheriff of Nottingham, isn't he? Hence the so first we're not, line, we're not I'm the Sheriff about the, of the Nottingham. Egg, the egg as Sheriff of Nottingham. No, no, the, the Sheriff of Nottingham is just a... He's, 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 he's in character, isn't he? He's in character. Uh, well, yeah, the yoke's on me then, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, I was getting some heavy uh, jilted John vibes from that uh, from that yeah, song, yes. though, and uh, that's never a bad thing, is it? Right, I've got the yeah. guitar here. Oh, why is that? Is, is it time for our our regular feature, or one of our hey. other regular features, the cook the cooking? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Kickers cooking corner, kickers cooking corner, spelt with three K's. Kicker's Cooking Corner. Over to you, Kicker. What do you have in store for us this week? Well, now, I I get the feeling... Looking forward to this. I get the feeling, and, and um, 
tell me if I'm wrong, but maybe I'm paranoid. But I, I get the feeling that you, you're a little bit disappointed with the, the quality of the uh, the recipes that have so far come out in Cooker's Cooking well, Corner. Oh, Cooking I, Cooking Corner Corner. Well, um, it's not so much uh, the quality of the recipes, of, of the lack mm. of actual recipes right. or any well, cooking. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 how about this? Mm-hmm. Beef Tetley. Go ahead. Yes, so beef tetley, which which is what every uh, every Yorkshireman, you're a Yorkshireman as well. We should tell the listener that. That's true. Uh, yes. Every every real Yorkshireman will have beef tetley at least once in their life. Okay. Uh, let me let me talk it through, talk you through it. All right. Mm. So this is what this is what you need. You need two two pounds of braising steak, cut into two inch squares. You need two packs of cubetti pancetta. Of what? What's what? Sorry, rewind. Cubetti two pancetta. Pa- Two, ba- two packs of cubetti pancetta. Hasn't he just signed for Middlesbrough? <laughs> or you could use smoky bacon. Okay, right. Uh, you need four ounces of dark, dark gilled mushrooms. Okay. Don't, don't be falling into the trap of having light gilled mushrooms. Right, dark gilled mushrooms. Uh, from yeah. Maastricht, we could have the mushrooms from Maastricht from earlier we on could in the park. Very program. good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and you need to cut them into chunks. Bit of salt, bit of pepper, you know. Uh, three tablespoons of olive oil, a medium onion, sliced. Uh, one heaped teaspoon of plain flour. This is the secret ingredient. Mm-hmm. You need three pints of Tetley beer. What? Three pints of Tetley beer. Uh-huh. Two, two gl- cloves of garlic, chopped. Two sprigs of fresh thyme, a bay leaf, and 12 ounces of shallots. They're mushrooms, are they? Or what are shallots? Onion, like onion. Are they? Okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they are in this case, yeah. yeah. Anyway, what you need to do then, you get you get your, your oil, you shove, shove your oil in your pan, yep. or casserole dish if you're middle class, uh, and you sear hang the on, beef. Hang on a minute. A pan, I mean, I'm not sure, because I mean, you are the, kicking, the, the cooking expert around here, and the kicking expert around here, for that matter. But <laughs> yes. a, a, a pan, pan is not the same as a casserole dish, is it? It's in a pan or a casserole. Right. Okay. Anyway, you sear the beef. Uh, a you few want pieces the beef? Of the... Sear it. Sear it. You sear see it. the beef? Okay. No, you, you see and hear the beef. So oh, you see oh, okay, it go right. in. Yeah, okay, yeah. And Excellent. it sizzles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? yeah. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, a few pieces of and, and basically you get it rich and brown mm-hmm. on both sides, yeah. Then you then you need to get yourself a, a slotted spoon. And if you don't have a slotted spoon, you can use a regular spoon. Yeah. But cut holes in it. <laughs> Do you mean like you a, then... a, a yeah, like a metal spoon with holes in it? Yeah, that's right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm with uh, you. Okay. Or or you could use a fork because basically all you're using that for is to take the meat out and put it onto a plate. Mm-hmm. Then you, you add the sliced onion to the to the pan, brown that a bit, put the meat back in, sprinkle on the flour. Yeah. Yep. Uh, stirring it round, soak up all the juices, all the goodness there, uh, and then you gradually pour in the Tetley beer. Now, do you remember how much you, you, I said you had to have? Three pints. Correct. Three well, pints. I've drunk two of you, them by this time. This is correct. <laughs> two of them are to drink at this point. Oh, so you, great. Yeah. You yeah. just said pour. So you, them, I've just poured them in the pan. No, I haven't said do that. Oh, I sorry. said get okay. get the beer. Okay. Neck two of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, a little bit of the next one. Okay. And then pour the rest in, right? 
give it a bit of a stir, add the chopped garlic, herbs, seasoning, put the lid on, and cook very gently on top of the stove. Don't put it underneath the stove, because it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> okay. Uh, on top of the stove, and try to lose it, use a low heat. Okay. Uh, then, you, then, then you put it in the oven for, yes. for two hours. So yes. you, hang on, you've, so you've done it on the hob, and now you've got to put it in the oven for two hours. Put it well. in the oven for two hours, right? Um, and then you get a, get a bit more olive oil. Fry the shallots and the bacon. Yeah. In a small frying pan, color them lightly. Don't use a pen. Use the uh, the oil effect. Okay. Um, and then shuck that in with everything else with the mushrooms, put the lid on, and cook for another hour. Blimey. Yeah. So that's, and that's then, three hours and then Three cooking. hours. Three hours. And you've had two pints. You've had two pints. Well, you can have a few more pints when this is going on, Okay, obviously. so you might need more than the, the initial three pints. Yeah, yeah. let's say a six-pack. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, so three hours on, mm-hmm. and then you pull it, take it out of the oven, and then you have it with Yorkshire pudding. And what is it? What is What do you end up with? It's... Beef Tetley. But what, what is beef Tetley? I mean, what what was it? Is, is it a? What does it look like? Well, I don't want to give too many of my secrets away. Have you made this? Of course, I've made it. Have you got some to show with the listener now? No, oh, that's uh, a shame on a, on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, beef Tetley is 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 the right thinking man's version of beef bourguignon. Ah, right. And that is a fucking recipe. Kicker's Cooking Corner. Kicker's Cooking Corner. I think that actually was a recipe. Kicker's Cooking Corner. Hey! Okay, so it's time for me to choose a record from your shelves, isn't it? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to choose shelf number 13. In oh, honour of Queen's Park Rangers' final league position this year. Ah, uh, was that, was that was just 66, po- 66 points behind Leeds United, was it, or something? Uh, well, let's have a look. No, um, 35 points behind Leeds United. <laughs> i tell you what, though. I yeah. put money on that we'll get more points than you next season. <laughs> I'm not, I will not take that back. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, so um, we usually finish 16th. That's been our standard position for the last three or four years. So can I have the 16th record? We also won yeah. 16 times this year. So I'll have the, the 16th record on shelf yeah. number 13, please. Okay, I'm going to set them. So Kicker is now moving over to the other side of the room. I don't know what that noise was. Um, I think it might have been some beef tetley being moved out of the way. He's gone right to the far side of the room here. Uh... Yeah. It's good to see he's got dressed up for the occasion. He's wearing a scruffy, baggy pair of uh, grey tracksuit trousers. Uh, he's back. Okay. Oh, nice. What have nice you got? Track. An album or a single or how many it's, tracks are you uh, talking? It's an album with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, with ten tracks on it. Right. Let's have the last song. Okay, the last song. So this is this is the album uh, "The Sun Rolled Off the Hills" by the Ocean Party, who we've we have played on the pod before. Right, and this is their song "Every House."
So that was the Ocean Party from their debut album, which came out in 2011. The sun rolled off the hills. That was the closing track, Every House. Um, I played uh, the Ocean Party to you back in uh, 2018 as part of my best of the year. They had a fantastic album out uh, then, which was called... Hmm, what was it called? Can you remember what it was called? The, yeah. uh, the song was The White Cockatoo. The White Cockatoo. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, anyway, the, the, the album Old Fellows Hall, Old Fellows Hall, there you go. Right. Um, which is a great, great album. That, interestingly, though, different singers on those two albums because uh, the debut album, uh, the lead singer there is Lachlan Denton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the, uh, the last album, the lead singer was his brother, Zach, who unfortunately died or has died, certainly, uh, since recording that album and now. Right. Well, that, that, that uh, Every House song, uh, I've done well again with the picking of the Lucky Dip. So it was, it was a good one. I like that very much. Uh, the guitar riff was very, very nice. Uh, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, very pleased with my choice there. Well done. <laughs> well done, me, for finding yes. a good record. Uh, talking of good records, let's play another one. Um, so I'm going to play a song by a band called Twen, or possibly okay. T-W-E-N. Uh, they are a duo, but I saw them live last summer in Manchester uh, supporting Taco Cat, and there was more than two of them on the stage, but uh, there's two of them in the band. Uh, they uh, had an album out last year, which was very good, which was called Awestruck, and then they've brought out a, t- a two-track EP since then, which I think is even better. Uh, Twin is Jane Fitzsimmons and Ian Jones, originally from Boston, uh, and they now live in and are based in Nashville. So uh, I'm going to say the title of the song thrice. I'm going to say the title of the song thrice. I'm going to say the title of the song thrice.
that was Twen with the song Thrice. Uh, and uh, I think in a parallel universe, they would be signed to 4AD. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a bit of Cocteau Twins and Throwing Muses in there, I think. Uh, it's from a two-track EP where, where the first track is called Sooth. Both words are very difficult to say. The, but the mm. first track on the EP is called Soothsay. You know, like a soothsayer. No, say it again. You know, like a soothsayer. A what? Soothsayer. Soothsayer. So the first... Soothsayer. Yeah, yeah but say that without the ER. Soothsayer, soothsayer, soothsayer. Not difficult. It is a soothsayer. It's a soothsayer, isn't he? Anyway, so say the word soothsayer, but without the ER at the end. Soothsay. Okay, so that's the name of the first track on the EP, and the second track is called Thrice. Okay, and you can get that from Twen, T-W-E-N, dot bandcamp, dot com. They've also got a good website at twenband.com. Go check them out. They're very worth listening to in in more detail. Yeah, three times even, you, can, you, you would say. Uh, mm. Great, that. Really good. Um, all right, so we've got one more song to play, right? That's right, yeah. Um, so the last song uh, has come to me uh, via our friends at the uh, Gare du Nord oh, yes. yep. label, uh, yep. where you would find the likes of Paper Duck Cambridge and Rotifer and Darren Heyman and Jack various Hater. other things. Like that. Jack Hater. Jack Hater, yeah, yes, yeah. that's right. All sorts of good stuff there. The Cold um, Spells. Yes, yeah, the Cold yeah, Spells. Yeah, good stuff that's on right. that label, yeah. Well, yeah, I think you're going to like this. This is this is uh, an album they've sent me uh, by Anton Barbo. It is from what I reckon is his 32nd album. Um, this uh, guy from Sacramento, California, multi instrumentalist, playing guitar, piano, bass guitar, drums, synthesizers, and mellotron. Yes, mm. um, and uh, inevitably, it says here. He, uh, after hitting the 30-plus album mark, he will rele- would be releasing a Sacramento-focused bird and suitcase-themed autobiographical double album. It's the old well-trodden career path, isn't it? You get to that 30-second <laughs> album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I think is right up your street. Um, it's got lots of people on this album, actually. There's uh, Brian Poole, him out of uh, Elf Power, is on here. Not Brian uh, Poole and the Tremolos. No, not him. No. Right, okay. Keep going. Uh, yeah. uh, Vin- Vince DeFlore, uh, was it Fiore? I can't remember. Uh, I can't read my writing. Out of Cake, the bloke out of Cake. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Michael Urbano, who's done things with your mate Neil Finn. Yeah. Um, yeah, loads of people on it. It's really, it's really, cool. really, really good. Um, and it's a, it's a concept album uh, about leaving the nest, mm-hmm. metaphorical nest. Uh, and traveling the world and finding home. Uh, it's called, the album's called Man Bird, uh, and the song I'm going to play you is called Fear of Flying, which he says, and I'll leave you to be the judge of this, he says it's meant to have a taste of the drum sound from Fleetwood Mac's Brown Eyes. Now, there's a song I'm not familiar with, but I like this one. This is Anton Burrow and Fear of Flying.
was Fear of Flying by Anton Barbeau uh, from the album Manbird, which isn't out yet. Um, but if you go to SoundCloud and you do a search for Anton Barbeau, B-A-R-B-E-A-U, you can find Manbird um, on what's described as a pre-order splice mix, um, which basically means it's snippets from loads of songs, because it is a double album. 
Um, but uh, highly, rec- highly recommended. Um, he actually, interestingly, I just just went to his homepage here, which is uh, manbird.antonbarbo.com, yeah. and he he describes uh, the album further as saying, it "says Manbird is about a return to the egg from whence I hatched, the city that shaped me, whether I liked it or not." We've been doing quite a lot of eggs, haven't we? We have, yeah. And so, what was the city that shaped him again? That he's returned Sacramento. To? Sacramento. Where is where? That's not. Is that anywhere near Tucson? Uh, it's California. California. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tucson, Arizona. That's quite near. It's over that desert. side. It's all it? desert, isn't it? It's all desert. It's, it's over that side. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. far away bit of the USA. Mm. I thought the far that was away bit. fantastic. Love mm. the sound of that. I really like the fuzzy. I think it was bass guitar or, or very McCartney uh, bass guitar playing there. I like the uh, harmonies. Were fantastic. It was very sort of sixties era. Mm. It reminded me a bit of what? What was the band we saw? Um, uh, uh, with the guy out of Big Star that we saw last year, those what were they called? Uh, those pretty wrongs are they called? Yes, those pretty wrongs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's a bit about that. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's famously been or, or often been uh, compared with Robin Hitchcock and Sid Barrett and yeah. XTC a yeah. little bit even. Well, that's that's why the other thing I've written down: sixties influence, harmony drenched. Neil mm. Finn, Robin Hitchcock. That's what I've written down yeah. on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. Love right, it. That's it then, isn't it? Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, that's that's been... better. It's part of my job, isn't it? Uh, no, oh, I'm you sorry. I'm talking sorry. to the listener. Sorry. Um, it's not a job. It's not a job. Like I don't know if anyone's told you. You're not getting paid for this. Yeah. You've you're on furlough permanently. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, listener, thank you very much for listening. Uh, that has been Trust the Wizards Podcast 101. Uh, check us out on Twitter and all the usual places. Uh, and I'm saying good goodbye from me, Chirizo Garbanzo. And, uh, and you're not saying goodbye from me, but uh, I will. Uh, I'm Kicker of Elves and ta